Welcome to the Pope Prep Basketball Coaches Show. As always, joined by Dr. Charles Wade. Coach, it was a big weekend for you uh, since we last saw you. Had two games and brought this home for the first time in school history. Uh, region Championship. Uh, you all opened Saturday night, in the, or Friday night, correction, the semifinals uh, against the Endsworth. Yeah, Friday night. Endsworth team. Yeah. Uh, it took care of business there. And then Saturday, uh, a game to match all games, a heavyweight bout, just an incredible game for people that weren't even a fan of either team to watch. Yeah. Brentwood Academy, you all ended up taking two of three on them from the year. Talk about how, how basically walking into Friday night and having that whole week off and, and, and getting ready to go Friday night and then that transition into Saturday for you. Well, I'm going to be honest. The pressure was Friday night because it was, it was the game that got us into the quarterfinals of state with one game, being a one game away from Cookville. So that's the pressure. We, uh, we were in that situation a couple of years ago, and we, we was not successful, and we had to go to Memphis, and it would have been a similar situation either going to Memphis or Knoxville um, this year. So that all the pressure was there, and we played like it. Um, even the guys, they weren't their normal self. We're, you, we're kind of a loose group, and they were very quiet, not just just the approach didn't feel the same, and we played that way in the first half against Innsworth. And Innsworth was playing much better, but sure. we we wasn't we wasn't flying around like like yeah. Pope basketball. And then it's, in the second half, we picked that up and kind of pushed out the lead in the third quarter, um, increased our full court pressure, mm-hmm. and and we start playing and being ourselves and Trey piercing. Who, who I'm most talking about, he wasn't himself in the first half. Second half, he came alive in that game. I mean, Trey's a dude. He's been a dude for you. Um, you know, a kid that started or didn't start but played as an eighth grader up on the high school team, you keep forgetting that he's just a sophomore. Uh, but, you know, even going back a week ago against uh, CPA on the TV game, I mean, the kid's been playing just some he, – he can do whatever you need him to do. You need him to defend. He's unselfish. He's going to move the ball around. But if you need him to go get points – um, he uses his body in a way I don't see many people that, that can do that because he, he basically the way he gets into the lane and the way he can shield the defender and keep them away from the ball is, is crazy good. Yeah, Trey athleticism is deceptive. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's not a high flyer, but he's, he's super fast. He knows he has a high basketball IQ. He knows how to use his body to ward off defenders. And that left hand, he, he he knows how to lay the ball up through contact, and um, and he knows the angle. But there's always a threat of passing, so people have to also mm-hmm. honor that part of his game. Well, Saturday, so you get the win, you get that pressure off of you Friday, on Friday night. And Saturday, I think I texted you at one point that it feels like it should be four o'clock in the afternoon. It's it's a tough always when you play a night game. And your kids aren't in the routine of what they're used to, and that's being in school or whatever that may be. Um, how did y'all spend Saturday, kind of, as you got ready? Did you did you try to get out of the Did you get out of the norm at all? Did you do some stuff? Did y'all do a shoot around here at school? We did. We came up a, a little bit early. Honestly, when we got back from snow, I thought ping pong was the worst thing that ever happened to us. These last two weeks, it's been the best thing. Um, it, they play a lot of ping pong to count them before games. It, it, I think it helps with their nerves. It, it, it keeps them competitive, but they're not, you know, it just gives them something to take their mind off off, off the task at hand. So we came up. We didn't shoot around Saturday. We just we came up. We did a film, mm-hmm. ses- film session. 
um, and then went to Chick-fil-A and, and ate, and I could tell they were they were loose when we were at Chick-fil-A, just they were themselves. Sure. Um, we got to BA, I mean, we got to CPA, and and I just tell by the way we started the game that it was going to be one of those games that we were ready to play. We had been off to slow starts in a couple of games. We, we got off to a really good start offensively in the first quarter. Well, and I think that's something that, you know, when you come out of a game like that, even as me as a fan, you feel like, oh, that was a battle. It was a battle, and it was. But then when you look back on it, you realize you all had control of that game for the most part all the way through. Third quarter, you had, you know, you struggled to get baskets there in the third quarter. They came out. You still played well defensively. Yeah. They came out and did some really good things. But then you stretched that lead back in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I wouldn't say we uh, – I mean, even going into the second quarter, we, we wasn't – very, I, I don't know if we were in very good defensively or they were just very good offensively, mm-hmm. but the second quarter was a 30 to 25 quarter. Yeah. So that was a classic high school basketball quarter in itself. Um, and then the second quarter, we, we I think they beat us 17 to 15, but I, I would probably say they scored the first 13, 14 of that quarter, and then mm-hmm. we closed the quarter and took control from that point on and never um, relinquished um, control of the game from that point. Um, Freddie Fred Bailey took took over from the mid third, and mm-hmm. him and Osby kind of shared it in the fourth quarter. But that was that was huge for us. And that's the cool thing that you have this year is you have multiple guys that can step up at different points for you offensively yeah. and yeah. defensively for that matter as yeah. well. Um, but Fred Fred was a tournament MVP, um, and rightfully so. Yes. He played unbelievable basketball. Yeah. And it was so happy to see him. And, and just for these kids, for what they went through last year, you and I talked about this. I don't know that this year necessarily happens if it wasn't for the, the troubles and the issues that you all had last year and the losses because you have matured and learned so much in that year. And these kids have learned so much and grown from that point that they've won some games this year that there's no way they were going to win last year. Yeah, the, the growth of, of – Every kid on this team is is obvious in the way we respond um, to adversity. Um, so much different than last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there wasn't a trust of coaches. Um, wasn't a trust of each other. Um, turn on each other at, at the mm-hmm. drop of a hat. Um, but now there's there's a belief. Um, and I mean, it was. I think the most evident part was was Fred Antonio's leadership. Antonio's more of a quiet leader, but he was he was barking out signals in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, third quarter. He was getting the guys together when they needed to get together. And even Jerron Tiley took a lot of leadership on the floor in the fourth quarter. He he was kind of the motivational leader, clapping his hand. Uh, he's always our, one of our better defensive guys, and, and he had a big defensive play on Tanner where he tried to kick his legs out and draw a foul. Yeah. And, and he picked up that foul from Tanner, which pushed that lead from seven to about ten or eleven. Sure. So we we uh, every I guess everybody that played, even Donovan James, he he didn't play until the second half. And I mm-hmm. went and said something. I said, "No, you've not played yet, but you've been big when your number of colleges keep doing what you did, been doing the past four or five games." And he came in and did exactly that. It gave us a huge lift um, when he came in. Well, and that's something that you have to have. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
You talk about last year and, and, and dealing with some selfishness and things like that. Guys would go in and complain, well, I haven't been in. And you're watching kids. They're coming in, and he got in there and got after it. And, you know, to make a run that you need to make uh, over these next two weeks, um, you're going to have to have that attitude. And every, every kid that has played has got to be ready because you never know uh, whether it's fouls, whether it's injury, when your number is going to be ready. Yeah. And mentally, you've got to stay sharp and be ready to go. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be huge. Um, that test starts Saturday. We, we're going to need Donovan. They got uh, their Baylor's a big basketball team. They're very physical. Um, and we're going to need all three of our bigs to contribute, to go in there and try to master physicality. There are probably going to be some foul trouble both ways just because they pound the ball inside. Um, and rightfully so, when you have a 6'10 and a 6'8 kid, mm -hmm. both over 250, it's, it's going to test us in ways that we've only been tested one time, and that was at Baylor previously. So um, everybody's going to be a key contributor. Yeah, and, you know, so we, we play uh, Saturday night, 5 o'clock here, against Baylor School out of Chattanooga. You all played Baylor back in December, uh, lost a very close game there, but, you know, Remembering that game and looking where you are now, I feel like you're two different teams at the moment. I yeah. feel like the way the kids have matured and the way that you're playing. Um, but it will. It's going to be a test. At this point going forward, um, there is no tomorrow if you lose. No. And every test at that point, you're going to have somebody tough to play. Yeah, we. Uh, I venture to say we have the toughest road. Um, if things play out the way we think it may and, and if, it, if it chalks out like we think it may, you know, starting with BA in the regional championship, mm -hmm. having Baylor this Saturday, and if we're fortunate enough to go out there and do um, and able to get by Baylor, Briarcrest is more <laughs> likely sitting there waiting another 26 and 27 or 14. Mm -hmm. And if we're so happy to get by Briarcrest, then there's a BA, either BA, Webb, Web, and Webb is one the East region, and they beat Baylor twice. So mm -hmm. that's what kind of team they are. So. I would venture to say if we get there, it, it would definitely be well earned. The only negative to you getting there is you're stuck with me for another week doing this show. <laughs> I will be gladly stuck with you to, to get there. I, um, it's been Cookville for us. Yeah. us. Um, I, I know p people say y'all have had a great season, but none of to a man in that locker room, we feel like job's not finished. We're not satisfied. Um, it would it would definitely not feel good to not come out of this with a victory Saturday. That's this has been day one what we've talked about. It was just, we wanted to get to Cookville and we wanted to compete for a goal ball. But it's not bad to have this to show for it. First time in school history to have this. But you're right, it is. This these kids have have worked from the end of last year yeah. uh, very hard to get to where they are. Um, and again, there are no givens this time of year. There's no easy wins. Uh, everything's going to be a challenge, and you've got to bring it every night. Certainly, if you played the way you played Saturday, uh, I like your chances. But, you know, you got to be ready for them to bring their best shot out yeah, at you. Yeah, and Saturday, that's going to be hard to match. I mean, we were 27 for 29 from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. uh, we shot 6 for 12 from 3, so shooting 50% from 3 uh, against a B.A. team that's really good defensively. Um Having a 30-point quarter and another 20-point quarter mm -hmm. and a 17-point quarter, that's that's hard to duplicate, um, especially against that size. So we're, we're going to have to knock down shots because mm -hmm. the driving lanes are not going to be as accessible as they were against uh, BA just because 
the big guys are going to clog, try to clog it up. Make sure to come out Saturday night, 5 o'clock. It's going to be huge. We've got to pack the gym, give the send-off to this team, hopefully if they can get this win and get to Cookville next week. Uh, we know the students are going to be there because they'll probably have an opportunity to be out of school next Thursday. <laughs> so uh, it's easy to, to give them that. But, Coach, uh, appreciate it. We're going to visit with uh, Coach Abner next. Offensive coordinator, is fair to say? Is that yeah, what we call it, basketball? Yes, and a lot more. Um, he, he'll, you'll be in for a treat. The man basketball knowledge is, is, is um, undeniable. He, he knows the game up and down. Um, he studies the game. He's, he's a year-round basketball coach. Um, told him he's lucky to have the wife that he has. <laughs> to, Absolutely. For him to be gone as much as he is, but you're in for a treat. Well, hopefully this is the first of many congratulations. We congratulate yeah. you here. Let's hope we can keep this going. Thanks yeah. a lot, Coach. Thank you. We thrive under the lights. A city of performers. Putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville. Your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org. Having fun? Yeah, I'm going to keep my own pretty soon. Me too. Good night, Kika. Good night. Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not. Welcome back. It is now my pleasure to welcome assistant coach Ethan Abner. Uh, we called you the offensive coordinator. Uh, coach Wade was talking earlier about how much your wife must love you because you do uh, eat, sleep, and drink basketball. Uh, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about, uh, people who may not be familiar with you, about your background and kind of what brought you here. Yeah, so um, I j this is only my uh, second year at Pope, as you know. Um, I did my student teaching here um, right before COVID hit uh, when I finished up my master's degree. And then I, um, I did a, a stint of two years of teaching at a middle school in Gallatin. And then it kind of just all came back. Uh, I circled back with an opportunity to, to teach and, and coach here. And uh, the stars are lined up, and I've, and I've been here ever since. And um, I, this is my ninth year of uh, coaching. I did uh, five years junior college um, two years head coach at a middle school, and now this is my second year here. 
Well, we're happy to have you here. So let's talk a little bit about the season, specifically this this most recent weekend. Um, You know, we talked with with Dr. Wade about the the BA game. First time we've ever had one of these in school history, but your work's not done. But talk about offensively what you all were able to do on Saturday uh, and what was really a heavyweight battle between two teams. So we, we knew, and this is our th- this was our third matchup with B.A., so we had a good sample size of the first two games, but um, they may have, you know, Tyler Tanner's an incredible player. Mm-hmm. He is the best, you know, the most, the highly ranked uh, player in the state, but we have a better um, culmination of, of, of talent at the guard position. Um, and so we knew that uh, if we could run specific things to get their bigs into certain actions, uh, they were going to have trouble stopping us. Um, we were kind of okay with Tyler getting his 25 to 30, uh, but as long as we did our job on offense, which mm-hmm. we scored 85 points, we kind of knew that they couldn't keep up. We've been averaging, uh, we averaged 76 points per game um, on the season, which I think is top five in the state of Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. So offense has never really been the problem for us this season, which is a big turnaround from last year. Uh, but we were we were confident going into the game. The, um, the split was was good video and good film. And um, and then me and Dr. Wade got together and we kind of both broke down what what we needed to run and throw mm-hmm. out there to, to finish the game. When you're creating game plans, how much are you forcing a team to play the way you want to play versus you're trying to maneuver some things and force them into some things that make them uncomfortable? Is it a mixture of both or is it, uh, I know you have your identity yep. obviously, but, but how much when you game plan are you pushing, trying to push them a different way or are you just making them play your style? No, that's a great question. Um, and we tell the boys this. Me and Dr. Wade talk about it all the time. You know, we, we make scouts about the other team, but we can almost guarantee that the other team's scout of us is probably a little longer, right? So mm-hmm. we try to always come into the game thinking they need to probably game plan for our 75 points per game than we do for them. So we never really adjust our game. We make the other teams adjust to us. Our transition play, our stellar guard play, we've got two bigs that can get double doubles at uh, at any at any game given um, our bench with uh, you bring Osby Cavan off the bench I mean no one else is no one else is doing that in the state so mm-hmm. we we really focus on on us um, and we make other teams really really try to figure out how to stop us rather than the other way around you have a great relationship with the kids and and coach and I've talked about this and you know, last year, this year probably doesn't happen without going through what you went through last year um, and, and some of the troubles. Talk about the emotions of the kids, how they have matured both on and off the court this season compared to where you were a year ago. Yeah, so and we, we, we all know the story of last year. You know, we had the talent, um, but we didn't quite have – we lacked two things. We lacked the leadership. We didn't really have any seniors to uh, to grasp the team and be extensions of me and Dr. Wade when we needed to. And, and like you said, the maturity level um, was – wasn't, wasn't the best. We started three freshmen um, several times last year. So me and Dr. Wade, we had several, several um, uh, off-season meetings about how we can change the identity and culture of this program, right? And it starts from the top. Uh, it started from the top with our incoming seniors, Fred Bailey, Tonio, uh, Don, and Will. And we just kind of, you know, said, guys, there's there's no way, you know, we're doing what we did last year with this much mm-hmm. talent we have. So we started from the top, um, and we really changed the way that uh, – 
that that we carried ourselves before games and pregame and film and you could just see like the younger guys just catching on. Mm -hmm. Trey Pearson, Jerron Talley, they've been they've done complete one eighties from last year, um, with the way that they approach the game and their maturity overall and it's and you can just see the togetherness of, of this year's team compared to last, and and the record shows uh, being 25 and four rather than 14 and 15 last year. Last weekend, you go into the weekend, you already know you're playing this week. It was just a matter of whether you're going to play Wednesday or Saturday and be on the road or at home, but it changes this weekend. Uh, it can all be over like that, and you or you can keep it going. There is no tomorrow. We've talked about that. Talk about the, how that brings, what challenge that brings as you go into a game that now they know. There's no safety blanket of, well, we still got another chance to go play next week. Yeah, it all comes down to preparation, which is what we've been great at, right? Like, we break down tons of film. Um, the scouting report is already done for Saturday. So it's really more about keeping the kids loose. We don't want the kids to be mm -hmm. too uptight. You know, obviously we want, you know, serious practices, but we don't want to, to it, it is do or die now, but we never want the kids to play like, like to be too uptight, if that makes sense. Because during the Innsworth game in the semifinals last weekend, you could tell that they were, because that was the big game to get us mm -hmm. to this point and you could just tell that they were a little uptight and a little stressed when like, guys go out there and play and do what we've done all year so the focus for these next couple of days is good practice preparation breaking down film and just ins ensuring that we can put our boys um, in the best possible situation Saturday to cut down those nets. Well appreciate you and good luck this Saturday it's going to be five o'clock here at Pope against Baylor and we're going to be joined next by senior Will Spence. Thank you. Your favorite wine tasting experience is back. The Hendersonville Rotary Club's Wine and Roses Fundraising Gala. Everything you loved and more. Saturday, March the 2nd. Prepare your taste buds for elegant wines, smooth whiskeys, craft beers, and exceptional food. Browse through the silent auction. All to benefit over 25 local charities, schools, and scholarships. Wine and Roses. Saturday, March the 2nd at Our Lady of the Lake Catholic Church, Hendersonville. HendersonvilleRotary.org. having fun? Yeah, I'm going to keep my own pretty soon. Me too. Good night, Kika. Good night. Murfreesboro, we're here whether you're ready or not. We thrive under the lights. The city of performers. Putting on one heck of a show. Headlining night after night. Welcome to Smashville. We are now joined by senior Will Spence. Will, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Let's talk a little bit about 
your four years here at Pope on the basketball team and, and kind of what that's been like for you? I mean, it's been a ride. I've uh, came up, started as a freshman, and then sophomore year, barely getting any playing time on JV, uh, making it on to varsity on sophomore year and junior year. And then it's just been a heck of a ride. I mean, we struggled the past couple of years. This year has been our best year yet, school history, so it's been fun. And recently you were named the MyTV30, hold on, let me get it right, Scholar Athlete, is that's that right, right? That's right, Scholar Athlete. Okay. Of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Yeah. Uh, and what does that entail? Just uh, I'm not even quite sure. It's it's an honor to get the award. I'm just It's something to do with uh Student athlete. Okay, all right. Get recognized on TV is pretty cool, though. Favorite moment in your four years here is it is, is it is it a time in a game or is it a moment around the the, the players on a trip? Um, it have to be when Connor Turf hit the three in the corner against Lipscomb my sophomore year to put him away. You know. And what was a massive massive fourth quarter comeback? It in was that game. a massive eighteen point comeback. Well, I'm going to ask you some tough questions before we let you go. Mm-hmm. Um, get hype song on game day. Uh, it'd have to be freestyle, my little baby. Okay, see, I'm good. We had we had someone to talk about this every day. Answered Frank Sinatra, Annie Gould. You've That's known Annie for a long time, Frank yeah. Sinatra. Yeah. Go to mill after a game. Um, Texas Roadhouse. Excellent. Last show you binged. White collar. Beach or mountains? Beach. And besides my class, what's been your favorite class at Pope? I'll take mine out of it, so we don't, you know. I'm going to have to go with Mr. Moss, English class. It's a lot of fun. Excellent. So, this weekend, it starts. It's it's do or die at this point. Baylor School, you also are the head of our Blue Man Group, which is our student-run group. What do you tell them when you want them to be there? What is it? Be there, 5 o'clock, or transfer. There you go. Be there or transfer. He'll be there. I'll be there. Come show out. Do we have a theme for uh, for? Theme Friday? is going to be blackout. Blackout, there you go. All right, Will Spence. It's been an honor, sir. Come out this weekend. We look forward to seeing you. We'll be back here next week.